Welcome to Hello Government, the podcast. As always, I am your host, Abdullah, and with me today is, introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Melissa Medina, a voice actor, video games, commercials, all kinds of stuff. Nice to be here. <laughs> and uh, how did, so the first question is the obvious one, but how did you get started? Oh, gosh, it's, uh, it's a long story. No, um, it's a... Uh, I, I quit a corporate job to to join voice acting, which <laughs> uh, most people thought I was nuts. But uh, but yeah, that's essentially what happened. Um, I was working in IT for a really long time, uh, not tech support, but uh, healthcare IT. And I lived in Seattle and uh, I just uh, I couldn't go in anymore. I couldn't um, go into work every day and buy in and you have to, you really have to drink the Kool-Aid and, you know, corporate culture. Yay. And, um, uh, I couldn't do it anymore. So I had some savings and, um, I decided I hadn't, I hadn't been on a vacation in like 10 years. So <laughs> I'm going to take some time off and use my savings and just figure stuff out. And while I did that, um, I started listening to audiobooks, and, uh, I was listening to a Stephen King book, um, uh, and I, the, the, narr the narrator was awesome. It was just fantastic. And I thought, is that a job? Can I do that for a living? How do you do that? So I started Googling and going to workshops and figuring things out and, and just hopping in and trying it. So I actually started with audiobooks. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's where I started, which looking back was not like the best idea, but <laughs> it was really good practice. So, yeah. No, that's weird because I think uh, most people I've had on here usually start out doing like anime, but you just went yes. into right into audiobooks. <laughs> the one, <laughs> one of the things everybody fucking hates because they. I like weird. to make my life difficult. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, and it, but you know what? I learned a lot. I learned a lot about like um, audio quality, and I learned a lot about how to use my voice. And oh, look, it's not just reading. Um, and, uh, it was fun, difficult, like jumping in the deep end, but it was, it was good. Yeah. Because you have to, like when you're doing an auto audio book, you have to realize like, you know, the person listening to this has to be entertained. Like it can't just be <laughs> you reading whatever you have to make it interesting. And doing that is, is really hard. It really is. Yeah, exactly. Cause you know, I mean, not many people just really love to read automatically. And then on top of that, then you have to, you know, narrate it and it takes hours and hours and hours. And yeah, but uh, but it's fun. I still do them every now and then. But I, I keep doing this thing where I swear off of audiobooks at every time I do one now. Um, and I'm like, oh, I'm never doing that again. And then about six months later, I'm like, oh, look, I've got another audiobook that I'm going to do. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll learn eventually. I think out of all the people I've talked to on this podcast over the years, I think only two like doing audiobooks. <laughs> Everyone else is like, eh. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's one of those. But, you know, somebody's got to do it. So, <laughs> I mean, it's it's a job. I mean, if if yeah. it's if it's something that needs a voice, I'll go for it. Exactly. And that's my philosophy, honestly, is uh, try everything, literally try everything and um, figure out what you like. So. And what's the hardest audiobook you've ever narrated? Oh, my gosh. Um, 
I did a, a YA audiobook. I think it was called Firestone or something like that. And um, it was just difficult because there were so many characters. And um, after a while, you kind of run out of ways to <laughs> distinguish characters from each other. And you kind of try not to rely on things like accents and stuff like that, because that can be problematic. Um, and it was just a big fantasy world. It's an incredible book. It's extremely well written. I love the author. But uh, but yeah, it was a it was a hard one. I had to play, you know, uh, a 12 year old boy, a nine year old girl. Those are the main characters. And then trolls and dragons and centaurs and <laughs> all kinds of stuff. So <laughs> but it's a, it was a fun one. I can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like, what does a centaur sound like? I don't know. <laughs> well, go for it. You know, just just do whatever and hope it sticks. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, it turned out okay. Finally got to the end. And, yeah, it was, it's good. It's well-rated, too. So I was like, oh, thank goodness. Because people on, on, on Amazon can be pretty mean. So <laughs> I was happy that, that people didn't go, this sucks. So, yeah. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, pe- people on the internet being mean in reviews, that's that's unheard of. <laughs> unheard of. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. And and moving on from audiobooks, like how did you get involved in other aspects of voiceover? Yeah, so um I went from audiobooks to video games, which is kind of an odd uh transition, but I I blame social media for that one. <laughs> I blame social media for a lot of things, but especially that one. Um I just happened to uh get involved with some um game developers. I think because in my previous life in IT, um I managed a team of developers, uh not for video games, but for software. And so I just kind of, I get along with them. I understand the way that they work and uh, what they like to do. And so it just seemed really natural for me to connect with developers. And as soon as I did that, I just, I don't know, the bug bit me and like, oh, I love video games. I love playing them. I love being in them. And for me, I think what's what's great about being a voice actor in video games is it's not like a TV show where you get 20 30 minutes, even an hour with someone and that's it, you get, you know, these people play these games for what, 40, 60, 80, tons of hours. And it's this, um, I don't know, a lot more exposure and a lot more time that you're spending with the person that is playing the game. And uh, I don't know, I find that uh, really cool to be able to bring someone happiness or whatever for that long, you know? Oh, yeah, because, you know, especially nowadays when games are like trying to find ways to keep people interested. So there's yeah. always going to be like new content added like every month or so mm-hmm. to keep the player to keep the player base alive, because without the player base, then it's like, yeah, we're <laughs> you're, you're done. You're pretty much done. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And what's cool, I think, is being able to help, especially like indie uh, developers as well. So I've, yes, I do, you know, I do AAA games and all of that stuff, but I don't think I'm ever going to stop also working with indie developers because these are the people that end up working on the AAA video games. And they, I mean, there's so little distinction now between what an indie game looks like and what a AAA game looks like. Um, some of these people are just incredibly talented and why not 
encourage that and, and share that too and be a part of that, not just the big stuff, you know? Yeah, I mean, it helps to have a very versatile career, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Vers- versatility. Yeah. I mean, that's 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 how you get longevity. That's how you you know the the people you see in a lot of stuff are very versatile because they pick different projects. They don't just stick to one thing. Exactly, and I suck at sticking to one thing. So. Um, that's why I do a lot of different things. So if you're talking about versatility, yeah, I definitely do a little bit of everything in the voice acting space. And I like it that way. Cause there are things that you can learn from commercial voiceover that you can bring to character work and vice versa and promo and trailer. And there's so many different types of voice acting these days that, um, I'm pretty sure there's a home for everyone. Well, yeah, I mean, you're starting to see more and more new faces pop up, something that was unheard of like 10 years ago. And it was like, yes. when it was like only the, the same four or five people and everything. And everyone was like, exactly. I'm, I'm getting so tired of hearing the same voices. <laughs> and They're incredibly talented. But yeah, let's get some new blood in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's 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 amazing looking back at like something from like, 10 years ago or maybe even mm-hmm. five five years ago and realizing man how far has the industry come in the last uh, five years is just oh my goodness i know and i mean this one the money that they're pouring into it too right but also just um i think there's uh there's a lot more opportunity for like acting and um immersion for for the players and people watching where um, you know, oh, that that person looks like me or sounds like me. And um, I think there's a lot more emphasis on the acting. And uh, I think that's nothing but a good thing. Yeah, it took it took forever. But I guess they finally realized, <laughs> hey, you know, maybe we shouldn't get white people to do like Asian characters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Things are getting better. They're still not where they should be, but they're getting a lot better. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there is. There are still like I'm not saying like oh everything's perfect now. There are still like very questionable yeah. casting decisions where I'm like, <laughs> oh really, really, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. And some of the way that things are are run have been run that way for ten, twenty years. So it's hard to to change the the system also. Um, but the more new people you get in there, the easier it is to change. So um, yeah, it'll happen. I mean, and, 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 uh, I mean, it took like, God, I don't know, like 10 or so years, but it may be, maybe even like 15 or so years where, where people were casting directors finally realized, Hey, you know, maybe we should get other women that aren't named Tara Strong or Grey Delisle <laughs> to do, to do the female roles. But they're so good. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. But you know, that's happening a lot. I mean, especially in anime, I think anime is doing a really great job of trying to diversify. And um, video games are as well, for the most part. Um, I think there are some coming out in the next few years that are really focusing on it. Um, so I don't know. I guess it's it's all good change, you know, slow and steady change. I mean, we're get, we're getting there. Uh, but I mean, you work on many different projects. Do you ever get overwhelmed working on so many different things? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All the time. Um, I think the thing that I do is like, so I do, like I said, a little bit of everything, right? So I'm doing commercial, I'm doing video games, uh, I'm doing audiobooks, I'm doing promo, trailer, um, gosh, 
what else? Uh, some narration stuff as well. Um, so just a lot of different things. And what happens is like as, being a voice actor, um, I don't know how familiar you are or people listening, but um, being a voice actor is very, what we call feast or famine, you know, ebb and flow. Sometimes things are great. And then some for a long time, they're just not. So when things are going well, you can afford to kind of slow down and stuff. And then things inevitably get slow for, for voice actors. And there are people like me who we do this for a living. And I, I have bills that come every month and that I need to pay them. And so you start saying yes to things, right? Um, I'll say yes to a game developer and they don't have work for me for another month. And then I say yes to something else and they don't have work for me immediately. So what happens is that piles up. So I have no work for like three weeks. And then all of a sudden, bam, I have 10 projects that are all due at once. So it, it's, it's like that where there's, a, there's nothing and then there's a ton and there's nothing and then there's a ton. And you just kind of have to uh, ride the wave, I guess. <laughs> I'm a really big um, advocate of like mental health and taking time off and taking care of yourself too, because it's such a um, volatile and, changing thing to be a voice actor you know oh yeah especially when you're dealing with high profile clients who you know have a specific idea of what they want and are very mm -hmm. demanding let's be honest they're very you know <laughs> very demanding yeah and but... a time crunch yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely and so that's hard too where i i think i'll have my week planned um, and then all of a sudden I'll get a big AAA client. Like we need you this day. Okay. Well now I've got to move things around. And then, oh, another big video game client needs you this week. Okay. Now I've got to move that stuff around. And it, you know, you tend to push things out a little bit more because those big video game companies, they don't, they don't wait, you know? Oh no. If, if you're not, if you don't deliver the work on time, you know, they'll replace you. They, they will replace you on the spot. It's happened before. So. Well, uh, yeah. yeah, not so much being replaced. I think it's more just, um, you know, they are on a time crunch. They've got to get 50 voice actors recorded and organized and mixed. And if you say, Oh no, I'm not available until next week. Yeah. Then that doesn't work for them, you know? So Yeah. They'll just not use your character. They'll just find a way to work around it if it's like exactly, under, yeah, under, yeah. Under uh, like a, a uh, if they're working under a tight schedule, they'll probably work um, find a way to work around it. If you if you haven't, I mean, it's happened before. It's happened like many times before where an actor obviously wasn't available, so they're like, okay, we're just gonna give give all the new dialogue to the people who showed up, and we'll just like mm. pretend the the person who we hired, we spent so much money on and uh, just didn't uh <laughs> doesn't exist and we're not going to acknowledge them on social media or anything <laughs> mm, yeah yeah that's yeah, uh it gets sticky i know but uh but yeah i mean for the most part it's it's really well organized i mean you've got some crazy project managers going um and that's why i say like even on social media you know there's producers and and directors and audio engineers and all these people I'm like how do you do it they're just they do it constantly and I, you know I come in I say stuff and I leave and somebody else takes care of the rest <laughs> um, and so there's a lot of people behind the scenes that are just incredibly talented and incredibly busy and stressed as well <laughs> so yeah 
No, I've said this on like many times before, but uh, the audio engineers are the real unsung heroes of this of this industry because they're mm-hmm. the ones who are taking raw audio and making it sound like it's coming out of a character's a character's mouth and not you know just raw audio. Yeah, 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 for sure. They do a lot of work and they have to chop things up and and put things together and. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of amazing. I wish I had the math brain for that, but I don't. Um, it's still really cool, though. <laughs> like especially when when uh, when um, actors don't record ensemble and they have to like mm-hmm. <laughs> they have to yep. like edit in all the all the dialogue and make it sound like an actual conversation. That is just oh my goodness, I can't even imagine the process. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I have actually never worked ensemble before. And I've been in in quite a few big AAA games. I've never worked with a partner before. Um, In fact, I've never even gone to a studio, in studio, to record. I've done everything, including those AAA games, from my home space, either by myself or in a directed session with a producer where we're trying to pretend like somebody's on the other end of the conversation. And um, that's what makes it hard as an actor is I need to understand the context. I need to understand how this person is saying it and what they intend uh, so that I can react to it. You know, Uh, you've never recorded ensemble, even pre pandemic. Nope. Nope. Never recorded ensemble. I will be next week, actually, which is fun because they, you know, things are kind of opening up a little bit now. Um, but yeah, I've never recorded ensemble. It's always been by myself. Because <laughs> um, uh, from 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 the people I've talked to who who do ensemble records, they say they're always like the best, <laughs> the, yes. the best because you're acting off of other people, and it's 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 good to just talk to to another person. <laughs> exactly, and there's an energy that another actor will bring that you can bounce off of, and you can feed off of each other and stuff like that, and so. Um, I'm happy that that I finally get to be doing that because most of the time it's either I hear a recording of that person or they're, you know, a producer is saying, oh, they said this now and you say this. Right. And it's um, it can be pretty difficult. But I like I mean, I like the challenge of doing it myself. But, man, it's going to be great to to actually record with somebody else. So. <laughs> Now that's why, like every time I listen to like a video game, I kind of have to remind myself, like that actor, if it's not a mocap project, that actor is recording their lines, talking to the void <laughs> of nothing. Pretty much, and even on on mocap projects, there's still a lot of that too, you know. So, <laughs> yeah, it's it's difficult, but uh, but fun. You get to use your imagination a lot more. That's for sure. Well, I mean, in general, you're using your imagination because you're just given a script sometimes and you have to fill in the blanks of what that's mm-hmm. going to look like. Zero context. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. They're, they're very secretive as well when it comes to titles. <laughs> Absolutely. I would say probably like 80% of the projects that I've done, including the big AAA ones, there's no context. You just you, you do some lines and you figure it out. You know, <laughs> um, but luckily there are producers there and directors there to kind of to give you some background at least. So, yeah. I mean, sometimes they'll tell you if it's like a really established like property, they'll tell you like when you when you walk in, oh, you're working on blah, blah, blah. But mm-hmm. sometimes it's like they're so secretive. You don't even know what you're recording for. Oh, yes. Ever if it's ever going to come out. And, you know, oh, yeah. 
and and sometimes you're not even given proper context. Sometimes you're just given like a list of lines <laughs> and it's like, can you just Correct. say these and you just do it? Yep. I There've been a couple of projects, even in the past week, a uh, week or two that I've done um, that I know they're big video game projects, but I have no idea what they're called or even what my character's name is sometimes uh, because of all the secrecy and the NDAs and stuff like that, where it's just, I guess I'll try to figure out some clues at some point. And I may not even know when it comes out either. I mean, there have been some video games that I'm in that come out and I find out about it a month or two later. Um, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I was in that. And <laughs> yeah. Have you ever had someone on Twitter like tell you of a of a game you're not aware you're in and you're like, you have to look it up to make sure that was you? <laughs> Yes, I have. Yes. <laughs> or some people will be like, hey, I heard you. I think I heard your voice in this. Are you in this? And I, you know, for video games, especially, I do them a year ago, you know, and I'm like, I don't remember. It was a year ago, I think, maybe. And then I'll listen to it and go, yeah, 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 that is me. Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah, cool. <laughs> it's kind of how that goes because with video games you know commercials they come out you know maybe in the next month but video games you know like i've been working on one it's for a year and a half two so yeah and and do you do you uh ever listen to yourself or can you not stand listening to yourself oh that's a mix yeah um I, I'll listen to myself once just to kind of hear the the final product. You know, a lot of times I'll just hear my voice lines. So I'm curious how, how it all comes together. Um, sometimes it's hard to find too. Um, like I'll have to go to a Twitch stream where somebody is playing my game or something like that. And I kind of hear it in between when the person is talking. Um, uh, but uh, I, I don't try to listen to it very often. Most of the time I'm just curious how it all came together. And then that's enough. Because if I, if I just listen to it in isolation, then I will start obsessing or picking apart my performance. Like, oh, I could have done that better. Or, mm, no, no, that line didn't work like I thought it did. Um, so, yeah, it's best to kind of just stay away. Well, I mean, very few voice actors actually listen to, to their performances. So yeah. Yeah, that wrong. makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Like it's very rare when I ever, whenever I talk to someone and they're like, "Oh yeah, I I watch and play everything I'm in." I'm like, "How? How?" Yeah, no, <laughs> no, I don't know any voice actors that do that either. So, <laughs> I mean, maybe like I maybe I've like had one or two, maybe, but yeah. it's it's so rare. It is so rare because every time I ask someone's like, "Do you ever like play the things you're in and listen to yourself?" They're like, "No." <laughs> Yeah, no, we're perfectionists. We're going to, yeah, no, we're just going to hear all that stuff. And sometimes it's even hard for me to hear other video games that I'm not in that my friends are. Um, and I'll be like, oh, yeah, I know. I know that person. And okay, yeah, they're going to be very happy with that line. I don't know if they're going to be happy with that line. And I just start thinking about it that way, too. So it's um, sometimes I have to take a break from media like that. <laughs> oh, no, I usually... I usually get really excited whenever I hear one of my friends in something. I'm like, yeah, that, yeah, they. I'm glad they, they made it, <laughs> and I'm glad to see yeah. they're getting work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I throw little parties, especially on social media and stuff. When I see friends uh, doing their announcements, and they'll say, "I'm part of this project." I'm like, "Yes, yes," because again, it's not the same 
whatever, 20, 50 people that are in everything. So it's nice to see some newer folks get in there too. Yeah, no. And especially when it's, it's like, I, I usually freak out whenever I hear someone I know, in a show like I'm currently watching, I'm like, holy crap, I know that person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that too. It's like, oh, I've talked to this person about their dogs or like whatever. <laughs> it's, <laughs> no, it's 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 so, it's so funny because like the more I talk to people and, and, and I, just, I just like the more I talk to people, the more I realize like how small the, the VO world is. Like it's yes. not, it is not big at all. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. Um, and I mean, there's a lot of people that are trying to get into it and trying to break in, but the people who are fairly established, yeah, there's not, there's not many. Because it's hard. It's hard to break in and into like, I mean, sure you'll do like maybe one or two projects, but like being like on a consistent path, that's, that's so hard. <laughs> it It is. Yeah. And it's, it's hard to, to break through, but, uh, what's cool is that it's not impossible, you know? Um, and I I talk about this on social media a lot, but just how how accessible some of this industry is if you are driven. If you obviously you have to be talented, but if you're also if you're driven and you're friendly and uh, you make do with what you have, you can accomplish a lot. Oh no, it's 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 amazing how like looking back at some people that I that I've known like ten years ago, they were just starting out, and now they're like superstars they're like you know they're like established names and i'm like i Mm -hmm. i remember that person from this like indie game from like 2012 like and now they're (laughs) they're in this like disney show like it's yeah it's so so surreal like it is just Mm -hmm. so surreal and i just cannot like i i'm sorry like you know whenever i whenever i see someone you know rise up and 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 get roles that i think they should deserve i'm like yeah no i i am so so happy for them and um and i'm just like i hope mm-hmm. i hope more people support them and i hope like my my biggest takeaway is that whenever you see someone in a in a in a role know that they got that because they're meant they were meant to get it for whatever like whatever you want to call it be, be yeah. you know yeah divine intervention divine intervention whatever they were meant yeah. to be that that character and if they do like a phenomenal job then no one else is allowed to play that character <laughs> yeah i mean that's the dream right yeah for sure for sure and i think for a lot of people too it's like little steps by little steps you know um you get sometimes you get great indie games and you get lucky that this indie game blows up and becomes huge or a, a web series blows up and gets picked up by a24 or something like that um so it's it, there's so many avenues for success if you know what to look for but sometimes it's just dumb luck like it's a mixture of talent and luck sometimes oh, oh no it's because you know speaking of indie games like firewatch like no one expected that game to be <laughs> a huge success but like mm-hmm. that game was like such a huge success that game launched you know cc jones's career like that was that mm-hmm. was it like that was that was the game that made people go okay who the hell is this Sissy jones and can we get mm-hmm. her in everything because <laughs> she's amazing yeah absolutely and there are and there are games with giant fan bases too i mean even things like i don't know uh roblox or something right it's a platform but then people make things out of it that are incredibly successful you know i mean i just sang on the soundtrack 
of a Roblox video game. And just being on the soundtrack, people are all about it. And it's kind of amazing how these games that can fly under the radar end up having these massive audiences of people who who love them, which is kind of what I love about video games. No, I mean, I talked about this in a previous episode, but I said, like, I am so amazed at the fact that the Undertale fandom pretty much created their own lore for the game when they were Mm -hmm. like because they were just like madly in love with the game and they're like they wanted more but the creator was like i'm not interested in making any more lore but they're like (laughs) no we want more so they just created their own like alternate universes and they became Mm -hmm. their own thing and those alternate universes got got fandoms and, and those versions of those characters became like part of the canon and there's like this entire story where all the multiverse characters meet up and it's it's so amazing (laughs) it's like no other like you couldn't do this back in like the old days before the internet because no back then it's like you could just watch a tv show for like one or two episodes or like a season and you would Mm -hmm. have no one to talk to about it unless you like knew someone who was into that that nerdy shit like you, (laughs) then, then you could like have conversations. But now it's like, Oh, you want to talk about whatever I'm, I guarantee you there's a fucking subreddit for it. (laughs) Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, for sure. And what's great about that is like, yes, you can find other fans, as well but you can also it it sort of becomes interactive where you can interact with a developer you can interact with the people involved in making it and you know uh, not harass them because that happens a lot but um but interact with them and encourage them and support them or or talk about what you would like to see in a productive healthy way and um and it's cool because you can you can do that now with the internet it's accessible also for the creators which i think is really awesome no i remember back in the day uh like back in like 2005 2006 when I used to like go on this forum board for like a, a TV show because again back then you know you had like limited options mm-hmm. you know where where you <laughs> I could remember. go where you could go to talk about whatever and I lost my mind when like the creators and like one of the directors for the show like found the forums and had like their own accounts and were like doing Q and A's <laughs> and I'm like holy shit I can't believe like so and so actually yeah. actually found the forums and are doing Q and A's <laughs> because that was like unheard of at the time this was like 2006 2007 and that was like (laughs) you know this was pre-twitter like nowadays if you want you want information you can just go ask someone on twitter and they'll tell you yeah yeah or go to the official twitter yeah exactly yeah i mean that's what's great about indie games too is that they're they're even more accessible you know not just the 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 triple a games but indie games too you can talk to the developer and and ask questions and sometimes they'll incorporate things that people say and i think it's really cool to be able to to be collaborative like that oh no i'm and i'm especially like i really like indie developers who support fan mods and and mm-hmm. aren't like yeah. oh, oh you know stop stop modding <laughs> like stop doing like fan mods or what have <laughs> you or like coming in like doing striking everything with copyright (laughs) yeah uh that's so hard because it's like they put so much work into it and i think sometimes it can be seen uh negatively or whatever but um yeah i think it's cool that that some of them are really open about it uh and then you know it's okay if they're not they put a lot of hard work into that too and uh what's cool is that there's something for everybody you know 
Yeah, no, I mean, especially nowadays when, like, internet culture is, like, a huge, like, it can make or break a game. Like, we saw, like, yeah. last year, like, Among Us was, like, this game that came out in, like, 2018. Yep. And, and it was, like, it just flew under the radar. But, like, because of the pandemic, you know, a lot of Twitch streamers, like, picked it up and it became this yep. huge phenomenon. And mm-hmm. it's, like, now it's part of pop culture. And that's just, like... Again, you can't do that in a pre-internet era. You just couldn't. No, no. And you can't predict it either. I bet you anything, those developers were shocked, just just as shocked as everyone else that that they became so popular. But good for them. <laughs> no, because it's, it's so amazing because it's like it came out of nowhere and it's like, okay. <laughs> like, I kind of felt bad for them because, like, at the same time, it's like, okay, cool. Like, you had... You know, your game found a huge audience, but at the same time, it's like, oh, man, now it's like the, you know, the spotlight is on us and everyone's going to be paying yep. attention to to what we're going to be doing and knowing how fans are sometimes, you know, not all, not exactly. all the changes are going to be, you know, popular. So you know. that's true. It's it's really interesting to watch, like um, things get really popular. You know, um, I had something like that with a game that I'm in called Billy Bust Up. And um, I play a uh, evil pirate queen and whatnot. And um, when I when I signed on, it was still it was pretty successful and popular already. But even now, you know, I think it's been about a year or so since I signed on. And um, gosh, it's grown exponentially. And they've gotten, you know, epic grants and they've gotten this huge following of people. I mean, people are making fan art of my character and it hasn't even come out yet, you know. And um, it's it's really interesting to see what people latch on to. But I think that when you have something that's a unique, cool idea, like something like Billy Bust Up, that um, that people are going to love it, you know. No, um, another game I really like was shocked, got real was I was I, I was like completely shocked, got really popular was uh, Friday Night Funkin like that was a. Uh... <laughs> like that was just a rhythm game like on Newgrounds. Yeah. I, I had no like it's like oh okay it's a Newgrounds flash game that, that's pretty cool but it mm-hmm. got like massively popular like people created like fan mods like mm-hmm. their own music tracks like an entire character <laughs> exists a fan character exists that has his own voice and lore mm-hmm. and 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 on in his own soundtrack and it's like my God, it's just so yeah. amazing. I just love seeing that. I love seeing people take so much interest in something and keeping it alive for, you know, even if it's like a short a short while, it is just, it's just amazing because I love seeing people actually be creative when it comes to, to okay, there's, you know, it's cool to, I mean, it's cool to to talk about something, but like, you know, you're a real fan, you know, you know, you're a fanatic when you're, creating like an entirely different like lore that expands upon uh, a dumb rhythm uh, you know a, a little rhythm game on new grounds you know yeah yep. it's just I, again i love the internet era because it's just so un- <laughs> unpredictable and we don't know like what's going to become popular and what isn't and sometimes it is yeah i mean it is harder for creators now because it's like it it's become like a, a whole mess of how do we keep people interested? Because like the internet is constantly changing. Like yes. it's constantly moving on to the next big thing. So 
like try you know once you find an audience you got to keep them like entertained until yeah. until until you're done and it is hard man it's it's so hard it's so hard to find mm-hmm. like um you know finding an audience is one thing but like keeping that audience interested for years to come that, that is like ah that is a thankless task <laughs> yeah yeah but i think if you involve people in, a little bit in the process i think that works really well and you know encouraging people to support the the developers too, you know, because these are, I've seen developers with massive audiences and massive uh, followings, but, you know, it's, I think there's a culture too that, that we don't want to pay for things that we enjoy. Um, and I think that uh, developing a culture, which is really great right now, especially on Twitter, where people are wanting to support the developers and they are wanting to um, uh, make sure that they can continue to make games. I think that's really awesome too, because it's this great relationship where it's like, okay, you love the games, I will continue making them. You know, um, yeah, which is awesome. Yeah, and another thing is that you gotta understand. Like, I know, like, not everyone likes to spend money on stuff, but at the same time, it's like, you know, you gotta support the developers in in in, in the way in the best way you can. Like, you don't. Yeah. Like, don't pirate shit, please. Like, just don't, <laughs> you know? Yeah, they they made that for you, you know? It's, I don't know, it's it's uh, it's a weird culture, some of that. But luckily, I think the majority of people are still totally willing to, to um, pay money to help the developer, I don't know, eat so that they can continue making a game that they enjoy. So, yeah, I think for the most part, people are good. But yeah, there's always, there's always those few yeah, no, I, I, I mean, I, you know, I, I, you know, I've, I, I, I mean, it's not, it's not a surprise. I've talked about this before, but I mean, I've played like a couple of Apex Legends matches, and mm-hmm. I mean, I like, I like that game, and, um, and I did support, and I did buy the Champions Pack. I'm like, you know what, I like this game. I know it's free to play, but I also want to support developers. So, mm-hmm. you know, just, just, you know, just throw a couple bucks on, on the Champions Pack. You know. Yeah. Yeah, you know, just it's it's you know I'm not I'm not going to spend like you know thousands and thousands of dollars on skins and what have you, but I'm right. gonna just like just just buy the champions pack and that's it. You know. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if you think about it, like think about what you get paid per hour and how many hours you have spent enjoying this game, and maybe that's a decent amount, you know. And if that, usually it's you're still paying less than that amount. So yeah, it's fine. Yeah, and I and I got it on sale as well, so it's like, come on, yeah. you know, it's Why on not? sale. I, I don't have an excuse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, but yeah, I mean, I could I could sit here talking about video games all day because it's um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it's my thing. I love video games. I love uh, acting in video games. Yeah. Uh, what are you currently playing? Oh, let's see. What have I been playing? Um. I well, I have been playing. Um, let's see, I got lost for a little while. I go through these like I don't know these binge phases. I don't know if you've ever done this, but um, I just got stuck on simulators for a while. I don't know why, but like I'm really looking forward to flight simulator that's coming out. Um, and I was playing a city simulator. I don't know. I just got stuck on that uh, recently, but. Um, before that, I played. Uh, I played like all through Cyberpunk. I played through a lot of those big universe games um, because I kind of use them to um, to study for myself. You know, 
uh, some of the performances, some of the way that the the things are uh, that they appear organically in the video game. So yeah, I don't know. I just uh, I kind of dabble in a bunch of different things. And 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 oh God, I, I really can't find the time to play like a lot of games these days. I'm like, <laughs> you know, with me, yeah. it's like I'll just do like a couple sessions of Mortal Kombat 11 or nice, and that's it. <laughs> like that is my yeah. that is like uh, yeah, that that's that's enough for me. And because like yeah. the last the last game I remember playing um, fully recently was uh, Sleeping Dogs, and that's only because mm. it was again it was on sale. I'm like, okay, it's only five bucks. They'll just pick it up and. <laughs> I remember playing that again, and I, it's been like you know, almost nine years since I played it originally. So I'm like, you know, does, mm-hmm. does this age well? I like revisiting <laughs> old games that I played like nine or ten years ago. And I'm like, does yeah, this, did yeah. this age well? And yes, and you know, it has its faults. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie, it, it every does, game does, yeah, it, it does, and it does feel like a game that was <laughs> that was clearly made during a time when. Um, you know, when game design was like stuck in that that period of like we we want to make sure we have like every single thing we can think of in an in an mm-hmm. in an open world game, and the grinding is not very fun. <laughs> but um, mm-hmm. but I mean, the story and characters are interesting enough, and and you know, I had fun with it. I mean, it's a fun yeah. game, and I think it's it's honestly overlooked, and it, and it's one of the f- one of the few games that you know talking about casting did a did a phenomenal job of like getting you know having a hong kong setting and casting asian actors as in in asian roles and and that is like that is just that is just like unheard of especially like and this was like 2012 so this was like ahead of its time yeah i mean you should do that if that's if you're focusing on a culture you should also be representing that culture it just makes sense you know <laughs> yeah no no it's... the 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 performances and the casting are just like top notch i'm like i i get yeah. no complaints especially again thinking back like again this was made in like 2012 and mm-hmm. you know back then it wasn't like a huge deal to you know back mm-hmm. then people were like yeah whatever but yeah but i mean it's it was ahead of its time in that you know it did like open up the doors to hey you know let's cast people who are you know you know, let's just make people, uh, and then the people, <laughs> you just, just, you know, just have, uh, just have like, uh, accurate casting. Yeah, exactly. And luckily that's, that's getting better. Um, yeah. So I, I'm glad that some of that is changing and becoming a bit more common. There, Like I said, there's still some stuff that we still need to do. I think that sometimes you can see cultures as a monolith, you know, like, I don't know how many times I get, I get auditions that just say Asian, but don't say what kind, or they say Latina, or they don't say what kind. Um, but, uh, you know, I think for the most part, there's, there's an effort being made. Um, and uh, I don't know, I think that's only a good thing. And I think it'll get more nuanced as it becomes more, uh, more common, you know, yeah, no, I I really hate it when sometimes they just a uh, character description is just British, and I'm like, oh, yeah. wh- like what, what? What? I mean, British can mean anything. Like, what? What part of Britain? Do <laughs> right. they have a Cockney accent? Are they upper class? You know, wh- where? Right. <laughs> you know? Exactly. Yeah, we tend to oversimplify, and I think there's another thing too, especially in in some of the AAA games that I've been in and stuff. Is is um there's this thing where you hire one or two really big name actors to kind of help 
sell the game. Um, and it used to be that it was only the big name actors that got those jobs. But I think now they're starting to mix in some mid-level talent. And I say mid-level as far as like how long they've been doing it. Um, and, you know, some new talent as well coming in there. So I think there's a great mix of things. Um, and I hope that continues because I think that the idea that you need a famous voice actor to sell a game or anything really isn't necessarily true. Um, I think that new people can sell a game with a great performance and you can rely on the quality of your game or your animated series to sell it rather than the name of some famous actor. And I know that helps, but uh, I think that the days where people only buy games or only consume media with their favorite voice actor um, are kind of gone. I think people are a lot more open to people they don't know, you know? No, no. I, I think I remember talking to someone about this, uh, I think, uh, I think two or three years ago where I'm like, it's hard to believe there was a period in time where the joke was Steve Bloom is in everything, like in every video <laughs> game and, and Nolan North is in everything and Troy Baker is in everything because mm -hmm. like, I, I remember like there was that period where like, you know, tw 2000, like 10 to 2000, like, 13 where you just couldn't get away from them <laughs> like they were in like <laughs> literally like every single they're so good yeah, yeah no i mean they're great but at the same time it's like you know it, it's like i'm getting tired of this like it's it's becoming like <laughs> i mean i get the idea i mean i get it like you know do you, you yeah. want you want an established name because you know that they're a quote-unquote big enough draw to draw people in and right and you and, know they're gonna be good yeah yeah, yeah. But at the same time, it's like, you know, I kind of want new talent. <laughs> yeah, I want to hear someone else. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, now it's sure. like, and, and now you're just starting to see that phased out, like, because it's like, you don't hear Troy Baker in a lot of stuff anymore. You don't hear Steve Bloom in a lot of, like, video games anymore. And and you definitely don't see Nolan North in everything anymore, because I think the industry kind of learned, yeah, we tend to overuse him in everything. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's a and I, I kind of get the the draw like from a from from producers that I've spoken to and, and game developers, you find a, an actor that you work with really well, that takes direction really well, that does a great job. And you don't want to have to deal with casting calls, you know, at all costs. So, yeah, why not use the guy that I know? You know, um, but I think now folks are starting to see, yeah, we need we need a little bit more variety in in our media. And uh, again, that's that's only a good thing. You know, you know, that's why I like the Mortal Kombat 11 cast. I mean, you had like established names, newer names, like it was a mix of like everything. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yes, more video game casting should be like this. Like, give yes. me a mixture of everything. Don't just like give me established <laughs> names. Give me like everything new old everything yeah yeah exactly um so i'm glad that not only video games are doing that but even animated series are doing that you know castlevania did a great job of integrating that stuff and you know i think there's a, a balance that can be had because a lot of screen actors um i don't know how to put this um screen actors are starting to come more into voice acting and um, voice actors kind of go, well, okay, you know, we need room for us because we're devoted to this medium. 
Um, and I think a lot of people are striking a good balance. And I think something like Castlevania was a great example of people who, like some people that are screen actors, some people that are only voice actors, um, and a lot of uh, cool new talent as well. And so I'm really glad that not just video games, but even animation is doing the same thing. Yeah, and and you still get and you still get people complaining about ah why 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 are they hiring celebrities? I'm like uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like well, I, there's that paradigm of we need a celebrity to sell it, but uh, I don't, I just don't think that I, I disagree. I mean, maybe that's wrong, but uh, personally, I just disagree. No, I mean, I get I get why they do it. I mean, I get like it's more marketable to sell it like, oh, we have this all star cast. But at the same time, it's Mm -hmm. like I don't like this idea that we're just automatically going to shit on everything because it has a celebrity. I'm like, I just want to, you know, listen to the performance. And if they do a good job, then they do a good job. Like at the end of the day, they're Mm -hmm. just actors. Nobody is better. Like nobody is like, you know, better than more qualified to do like voiceover because at the end of the day, it's like. (laughs) It's acting. It's all acting. (laughs) Yeah. And not just even from the acting standpoint, but you can have Troy Baker or Steve Bloom or anybody who is just phenomenal at what they do. Gray Delisle. Uh, But if it's a bad game or it's a badly written animation or whatever, it's not going like that actor can't save that, you know, (laughs) no matter how good they are, you can't save something that just doesn't work. Um. Yeah. So I don't know, you know, hopefully those paradigms are changing now where you rely on the big name actor because that's, you know, again, Keanu Reeves was in freaking cyberpunk and that didn't save it. So, (laughs) you know, it doesn't work always. Oh, yeah. It's it's God. It's so annoying. Like looking at the pre Keanu casting adverts to after when he got cast because before he got cast, like it was just them selling on the name and brand recognition, mm-hmm. and, you know, the concept, you know, the, the the very concept. But after he was announced as part of the, as part of the game, suddenly it became like, oh, Keanu Reeves, Keanu Reeves, Keanu Reeves. And it's like, yeah, I don't think anyone who plays video games is going to be like, yeah, I'm going to buy this game because Keanu Reeves is in it. Like, come on, man. Yeah, they bought it because it looked cool. Um, And there were so many problems that Keanu Reeves couldn't save it. And, um, you know, that's it happens. (laughs) And, you know, I'm always I mean, and speaking of Keanu, like some of his delivery was just not very good. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) It's hard because he's not like I feel like his strengths are not in his voice. Like his strengths are in his body, his action, his movement. And so when you kind of take that away. And you leave what is arguably kind of a deadpan voice, like it's not really going to translate very well. You know, like those don't seem to be his strengths. Uh, So, yeah, I don't know. But, uh, you know, the name sold a lot of it, I'm sure. Yeah. But but at the same time, like there are parts where, okay, like when he's given like, you know, a speech to V and or talking about his past, I'm like, okay, that's pretty good because he's not. Yeah. You know, he's not playing like just just be you like i think that's what's the direction like just be you and <laughs> and he did a great job with that but you know when he's trying to be like threatening or playing off this like rock star asshole persona i'm like i don't buy it i'm sorry you're too nice keanu <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah for sure and I, and i did like the final line in, in the end where it's like uh don't stop fighting v i'm like okay that's pretty cool 
line. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it wasn't like um, some of the problems aside, um, it wasn't that bad of a game. I think it got a bad rap. But uh, but yeah. Yeah. Like that's the problem, I think, with all of it is like if you remove the um, the controversies and and the and the glitches and, and what have you. You're just left with an okay game that I think was just was just never going to live up to the hype that 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 uh, that surrounded yeah. it. <laughs> there are, you know, I I uh, I really wince now. Like I'm in a few games that are going to be very very big, and they're starting to get announced now, and um, I'm cringing because they're announcing what two years ahead of time or three years ahead of time, and I'm just like, oh gosh like, I really don't think people like to be strung along for two or three years because when you do that their expectations are going to be ridiculously high um and I feel like they're only going to be disappointed no matter what it is and no matter how good it is if you have to wait for three years I don't think anything is going to live up to that expectation or, or um, in the case of Elden Ring, <laughs> uh, how many years now? It's almost like <laughs> almost 10 years because I remember that game was announced in like mm-hmm. 2013. I'm like, holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if you have to wait that long, nothing's going to nothing is going to um, uh, live up to the hype. I don't think. Yeah. No, I remember like, oh, God, I remember way back in like, yeah, 2013, 2014 when they announced it. And I'm like, OK, cool. George R. R. Martin and uh, Guillermo, del, Guillermo del Toro are working on a. Uh, on a video game. Okay, that's pretty cool. And then you just wait and wait and wait and wait. Years go yeah. by. And it wasn't until, like, recently did we get an actual trailer and a release date. And I'm like, oh. And and I love the joke where – I love during the joke where it's like, oh, this game doesn't exist. This game was just a lie that someone made up. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's, it's hard to get that balance right, you know. Uh, but uh... – one of the things that I kind of like is like I'm in a game right now, um, Aliens Fireteam, that's about to come out. And I think they did a really great job of just doing the work for a really long time. So by the time that you heard anything about it, the game was almost done. And so they had a lot of things to share with people. A lot of the environments were done. The the characters were done. The, the, the creatures, the, all the xenomorphs were done. And they could share those things. And they had a lot more to share that was concrete and real rather than, hey, guys, this is going to be the best game ever, you know? <laughs> oh, what are you talking about? Aliens, Colonial Marines, that, that changed the world. That was, uh, <laughs> that was, oh, that was something. <laughs> yeah, I heard about that. Um, but Alien Isolation was really, really good. And um, Aliens Fireteam, I think, is is learning from colonial marines and and doing some things differently that uh that that seem to be really well received uh people are are really <laughs> excited about it because it's sort of that what is it left for dead dynamic uh but in the aliens universe and you get the story it's not just fighting and shooting things and uh i don't know i think that's kind of the best of both worlds like they're really trying to pull it together and <laughs> you know make something good that the fans will enjoy and they seem to be excited about it so i'm happy about that too I was sort of holding my breath a little bit. Uh, does does it feel weird where something gets announced but it's not out, and you're just it's like I I know I'm in this, and can I talk <laughs> about it? <laughs> yes. You know what the worst thing is? Reading the comments. That's the 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 worst thing you can do. Um, but yes, when when Aliens Fireteam was announced, um, a couple of other games as well. Fract is another VR game that I'm in, and uh, the first voices to show up 
are the ones that are going to be against it. Like immediately, those are the ones that show up and say, oh, this sucks, you know, <laughs> whatever. And oftentimes I'll, I'll read those and I'll see them and I'm just like, mm, okay, well, just, just hold on a little bit longer. And then I'll maybe check back like a month. And there's a lot of people that are really excited and happy and stuff. And it's like, okay, okay, cool. So the dust settles a little bit. The, the, the haters will come in and do their thing. And then the rational people will come in after them and kind of talk that down and, you know, be happy about it. So I, I'm happy about that. And luckily, you know, the games that I'm, I'm in that are coming out are pretty well received. So that's good. It's a sort of a relief, you know? Well, I mean, that's, that's the number one rule of the internet. Don't read the comments. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Don't read the comments. Don't feed the trolls. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I have, I have definitely learned not to do that. Because uh, people will just, even if they don't even believe it, they'll go on and say some sort of complaint about it. <laughs> That's just what they do, I guess. Oh no, I remember uh, talking to someone, and she was in. She was um, her first re- lead role in an anime, and she was very proud of her performance. And you know, she listened to someone's review, and 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 every and and the first thing the uh, the person said was. Oh, the cast was great, except her. She sounded too old. I'm like, oh, my God. (laughs) Gosh, you know, I really wish that people could say things like, I don't like this versus this sucks. You know, like you aren't you aren't a developer. You aren't a voice actor. You aren't a producer. You do not know what they had in mind. So, you know, if she sounds too old, maybe that was the goal. You know, (laughs) I don't know. It's so weird. Like and and I mean it's so weird to complain about oh she sounds too old to be playing a teenager and I'm like well so is the rest of the cast because they're all in their twenties <laughs> so I don't know what you want yeah and you know what some teenagers sound older so it is what it is like I've sounded like this for a really long time so <laughs> I don't know I sounded too old to be a teenager too probably. And and isn't the whole point of voice acting is just to to play any age range in in you know your own voice you know isn't that the whole point? <laughs> kind of yeah, or at least your general age range yeah. I mean one of the cool things again is that uh, voice acting is moving away from I'm going to do a little girl voice to just casting a little girl if they need a little girl, <laughs> or you know instead of doing a bad I don't know Irish accent they're just going to cast an Irish person. And so I think that uh, that that leaves enough room for everyone (laughs) in the industry, not just people who are forcing it, you know. So I don't know. That's kind of cool. No, I just think it's dumb that people I mean, okay, if you disliked a person's performance, don't be a dick to them about it. Just say, yeah, I didn't like their (laughs) performance. Like, that's that's it. Like, yeah. And you don't have to be a fan of everybody. There are tons of voice actors that I'm not a fan of, but I don't go out of my way and, and be like, oh, why did they cast this person? Blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, no, I just, it's whatever, you know? <laughs> like, I will, I I have watched shows that, that have actors that I'm not a fan of, and I'm I'm just like, okay, fine, whatever. I don't care. That doesn't care. make the whole like, thing bad. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's like, whatever. <laughs> I'm, I don't really care that it doesn't take away my enjoyment of the show. It's like, yeah. okay, I, I personally, if I was in charge of the casting, I wouldn't have gone that choice, but... They did, and that's fine. That's their choice. That's their show. I'm just going to yeah. watch it. <laughs> I, I, you <laughs> exactly. Know. You don't have to. Um, that's so funny because, yeah, some things like that have happened to me too where, like, I played Yule in Grand Blue Fantasy Versus, right? And 
uh, Yule is a, just uh, such a fun character. It's essentially just me. Um, but uh, she has a Southern accent. And I'm from Texas. So th- that accent is very native to me. Um, but they wanted a Southern accent for Yule. And when she came out, people were just floored. There's, why does she have a Southern accent? That is so dumb or whatever. And I was just like, look, it wasn't my decision, you know? Like, it was, that's how the character is written. I don't know what to tell you. And uh, you know, now I think people have, have gotten used to it and they like it. But uh, boy, that wasn't the case initially. So... <laughs> Yeah, I always remember like whenever someone complains about an actor's uh, an actor's performance, I'm like, well, that's what the casting director wanted, so you know, take it up with them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think once people realize that I uh, that I'm from Texas, that they kind of cool down. And they're like, oh, okay, okay, cool, that's fine. <laughs> I don't know why that matters, but yeah. <laughs> And even even like Southern, like that could mean anything, like what part of like, oh, I know, you know, <laughs> Midwest, you know, what? <laughs> yeah, Texas Southern sounds very different from, say, Louisiana Southern or whatever, <laughs> Tennessee Southern. They all sound very different. Yeah. Yeah, because you listen to different dialects and you're like, oh, no, that person's from Texas. That person's from Tennessee. That person's from mm-hmm. wherever. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I stick to what I know. You stick to what is native for you, you know? And so, yeah, it works out. When they say Southern, I'm like, do you mean cowboy? Because that's what, that's what I usually... <laughs> cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> so, you know, people go too far with that stuff. You know, the key is subtlety with accents uh, because you don't want to make fun of it. Like if I come at you like, yeehaw, howdy, it's way different than you know just speaking like a normal person yeah i mean it's it's not it's not my little pony you're not playing applejack you're playing an actual person (laughs) a human being yeah exactly um but that's what i love about video games too is that like you can do really over the top stuff you can do really um serious things like i do a lot of drama i do a lot of action and sci-fi is like the bulk of what i do action sci-fi and drama and uh, and uh, I love it. It's really fun for me. So, yeah, I think that rooted, grounded delivery is uh, where I'm most at home. Oh, then you must. Uh, God, you must be get get real tired of all the combat noises. <laughs> I you know, what's funny. I love combat noises. I love them because, look, I, I was raised in a in a in a Mexican household and, and it's um. It's a lot of be quiet, you know, uh, and they, they can be pretty strict sometimes and you get a lot of be seen and not heard. So if I get permission, are you kidding me to yell? I'm going to yell like <laughs> I'm going to take that opportunity. So I love doing all like I do a lot of military stuff. It's huge. I'm from a military family, so um, it's second nature to me. And uh, I do a lot of military barks, a lot of efforts, fighting games, stuff like that. So I actually really enjoy that stuff. <laughs> oh, so you can like point out the lingo that's wrong whenever whenever um, someone sends you a script and the, and the lingo is wrong. You're like, ah, oh, they don't say that. <laughs> yes. I, yes, I have done that as well. Yes. Um, the, the biggest thing is mocap. Um, for me, when I see military mocap, it's it usually bothers me a little bit like 
how some people hold the guns. I'm like, that is so unsafe. Please don't hold the gun that way up. Oh, no. Okay. All right. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, for the most part, I just try to ignore that. <laughs> oh, no, I remember like one, uh, I don't remember which call of duty it was, but I remember like there was this one scene where this guy was holding a rifle real close to his, real close to his face aiming. And I'm like, dude, that would, that would fuck you up. Cause the <laughs> recoil would just blow your face off. <laughs> Right. Get some distance. Use the shoulder. Use the shoulder. It's fine. Because <laughs> yeah. I've but, seen uh, yeah. footage of people like who don't know how to fire a gun, fire a gun and they get they, they get it blasted by terribly. the recoil. Yes, it goes very wrong, um, not just for them, but for whatever direction they're shooting in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I don't get to do a lot of mocap because I live in Minnesota, but um that's the next thing on my list to sort of check off is is doing more mocap stuff. I've done some facial capture things from home, like through my phone, which I thought was amazing. Um, but uh, I want to do full motion capture. And that really means I need to go to L.A. for a couple of sessions and do that. Um, but yeah. Oh, do you ever travel to L.A. to do to do stuff? Yes. Yes, I have before. And now that COVID is uh you know, cleared, I'm going to be doing that more. So usually I plan on, I plan on going, you know, two times a year, maybe three times a year, uh, because I actually have never uh, physically met my manager or my agent. <laughs> like I've only interacted with them online. So it'd be nice to just meet the people that I've been working with including people that I've been in video games with or people that I've been in animated series with that I know them. I've talked to them often, but I've never met them. So, um, yeah, I'll be, I'll be doing that a lot more this year. Um, who, who do you want to meet the most out of uh, your fellow castmates? Oh, my gosh. Um, ooh, that's a tough one. Because a lot of the, the castmates that I'm closest with are people who are also remote. So, like... Um, I think uh, my buddy Luis Bermudez is one that I definitely want to meet because we're in like everything together. Uh, and we'll find out later that we've been in the same thing. So it's like, hey, I just wrapped on this on this session. Like, oh, yeah, what? You know, I know NDA, but like, you know, generally speaking, what is it? And we'll kind of like code together and be like, wait, no, you're in that, too, because I'm in that, too. That you, Yeah. And <laughs> so we'll find out later on that we're in the same thing. Um, but yeah, my buddy Louise, probably uh, Matthew Curtis is another guy that that I'd love to meet. Uh, there's uh, most of the people that I'm close with are actually remote actors because we kind of we tend to stick together a little bit. And the L.A. folks, they're all there together so they can they can get to hang out and stuff. And we're in our little remote areas like wah, wah. <laughs> so we tend to kind of stick together. But um, yeah, I want to bridge that and go to L.A. more and just meet uh, a lot of the other people that uh, that I've worked with for various things. So, yeah. Now, that's what I love about the voiceover community. Like ev everyone who's like in the LA area knows each other. Everyone who's in the, yeah. the other areas knows each other. It's just <laughs> yes. it's so amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And we talk all the time without ever really meeting each other or being, you know, thousands of miles away. And I think that's, that's awesome. I mean, some of the closest people I know are nowhere near me, just <laughs> in general. And I think that's awesome. No, that's it's pretty cool. Uh, the magic of the internet—it's always connecting us. <laughs> I know, I know. But too much, too. Like sometimes, I just need a break. You ever just take a break from <laughs> from technology? Oh God, all the time. <laughs> Good. Like, okay. Yeah. Me too. Me too. 
Because <laughs> sometimes I'm taking it's... one right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, because uh, sometimes I mean I've um, I mean I pretty much told myself like I'm just gonna stop like uh, my Twitter activities too much. I'm gonna like narrow that down. I'm not gonna. Mm. Yeah, I'm just. Uh, yeah, I'm t- I hate that site. That site is just. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> It's so hard because, I mean, as a voice actor, and you, you probably know this, that, it, uh, you know, t- social media is a big tool for voice actors, not just to, co- you know, connect with fans, but sometimes for like jobs, you know. So it's uh, it's sometimes it's a necessary evil. Yeah, I know. I mean, I've had this conversation before where I, where I told someone I have this I'm, I'm thinking about starting this podcast. How do I promote it? And they're like, you got to be on social media. But I'm like, I don't yep. want to be on social media. Like, no, <laughs> dude, you have to be on social media. There is no this is not yeah. a debate. This is not a debate. <laughs> yep, it's true. It's true. But I think like um, one of the cool things is like I'm I'm very big on on um, mental health and and stuff like that. So I think like I highly encourage people like take a break. You don't you don't have to be away from it forever, but just take a break. It's really nice. Go get some sun. Go walk your dog or something, and just get out of the house. And um, I think it makes Twitter seem really small and sometimes petty uh, when you do that. So <laughs> I think that's a good reset. Yeah, no, I'm just like whenever I see something really dumb, I'm like, yeah, I'm taking a break. I, 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 I am not. <laughs> I am done with the internet for today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just you know, just it, it's fine. You know, it's always gonna be there. Like you know, and like with me, it's like unless someone I know wants to contact me via social media, then I'll, I'll stay around and be like, okay, you know, do you need me about? Do you need me for? whatever but most of the time it's like yeah no you're not gonna you know you're not gonna go out of your way to to you know you know talk to me so it's like eh, whatever i can i can i can leave this without updating it i don't think anyone's gonna notice (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah i just tweeted that out the other day like you ever just start a twitter post or reply and just forget about it halfway through just like you know what nope forget it oh I, no I, 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 I did that the, i did that today so there you go <laughs> you know what i don't care enough nope i don't care enough to finish this okay cool oh. yeah, because i just saw something on twitter that i wanted to respond to but i'm like uh, nah nah <laughs> <laughs> right yeah you have to kind of go nope okay i'm done step away now um but yeah so and and it doesn't help like it's only you're limited to only like 200 and what have you characters and you have to think of like okay how do I, I write this down and ah the grammar boy, is just so terrible forget, <laughs> and if you forget context or you leave one tiny thing out like of every conceivable scenario of the thing that you're talking about people are just going to come for you and it's like i have 250 characters i cannot achieve nuance on the internet like you just can't <laughs> oh no i it's it's especially sad whenever i look back past like some old tweets and i realize i misspelled something i'm like well i can't fix it now because <laughs> uh, i can't delete it because it's already up there so there you go oh, see i am a big deleter i don't know what it is but like look if i don't like something i'm gonna delete it it's my tweet it's my post screw you i'm gonna delete it <laughs> you don't like it too bad go keep your own tweets i don't know why i just have this mentality of like yeah i'm gonna delete that it's cool and (laughs) i think it annoys some people but um i don't know i just if i'm gonna if i want to delete it i will damn it (laughs) i don't get an edit so give me my delete you know (laughs) 
just delete everything you know just wake up one so, day you know what then... sometimes yeah sometimes i just want to delete everything yes <laughs> i've said this before with someone it's like you know if it's if social media is not making you happy then just delete it i, I don't really yes. understand this 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 you know if it's if it's not making you happy and you're like it's not good for your mental health then just delete it dude i don't think anyone's Step gonna away yeah and you know what? Like, if if any voice actors are listening or whatever, there are plenty of voice actors that don't even have a Twitter, and and they're doing fine. So yeah, you're gonna be okay if you don't like, I don't know, post two times a day or whatever. You're gonna be fine. It's fine. And and sometimes, it, like sometimes, I feel like it's very mandated because I know I've talked to people and they've had this conversation where they where someone comes up to them and says like, okay, you have to be on instagram or twitter or whatever because we you know you need to have like a social media presence and blah 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 and it's just like mm -hmm. just i don't understand and 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 so they end up creating an account but they barely updated because like oh you just said create an account <laughs> i you know you didn't say anything about having to promote everything so there you go <laughs> so you end up with all these accounts that are there but they're very like very rarely updated so there you go yeah, exactly. And at that point, it's like, well, you know, you don't have to, you don't have to force it. You know, it's, it's fine. <laughs> Just get someone else to run it. Like no one, no one's going to tell the difference. <laughs> I, I have considered it. I really have where, you know, I, I think the, the, the big thing for me though, for my own personal, I don't know what do you call it, branding or, or presence or whatever is authenticity and um and i'm very devoted to to not sounding like oh my god i'm so awesome all the time um and so i feel like if i hire someone else then that kind of goes against my authenticity um but uh i don't know i think it's 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 worth it to be there when you can and not when it becomes destructive for you oh no cuz i've had i've had um days where i saw something really like really stupid and I just got real angry and I'm like, okay, take a deep breath and just <laughs> yeah, walk, walk away. away. <laughs> walk away. That's true. And like, there's a, there's a big thing about branding these days for, for voice actors and like um, branding works really well for some people, but it doesn't work for everyone. And uh, my buddy, Jeffrey Baker, I don't know if you know him, but uh, Jeffrey Baker just wrote a, a blog about that where you've got some folks like my buddy Rob Moreira who has amazing branding like he is so recognizable both in his name in his voice in his branding and his message and everything and that's awesome because that gets him work um, and then you've got like me in the same blog post that's like and then there's Melissa who doesn't have any of that uh, <laughs> but she's doing okay you know um, because, you know, we, we have different approaches to things and I love Rob. He's a pro, like the proiest pro that exists. Um, uh, but, uh, I, I, I'm just not a, a salesperson, I guess, or I'm not, uh, I, I don't know how to do that. I don't have that in my skill set. but what I do have is like, Hey, uh, I'm a person and I have problems and, uh, I'm also a voice actor, <laughs> let's talk and be friends. And, you know, I guess that works too. So like uh, you can do all, you can be pretty successful, whether you have an amazing marketing strategy or whether you have nothing, you know? 
No, I remember, I remember talking to Roger Craig Smith about this and he said like, you know, it's, you know, his, his, he's very protective about his online image. Cause he's like, okay, I know yeah. a lot of, I know a lot of like kids probably follow me and I do like a lot of, you know, children's media. So I don't want to post, mm-hmm. I'm not posting something like that's too, like too out there. So he's like, he's very protective, mm-hmm. about, protective about his public image. And, and that's why, you know, he gets hired for stuff because it's like, you know, Hey, mm-hmm. You know, if you want someone hire someone who can promote your stuff and be funny about it, and have like a lot of self-deprecating humor, and um, and you don't mm-hmm. have to worry about him tweeting anything like problem problematic, then there you go, Rogers, your guy. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly, and um, it, it's just uh, everybody does their own thing, and they're all successful in their own different ways, you know. And for me. Yeah, I don't I don't mark it, but you can guarantee that what I'm telling you is the truth for better or worse. And I'm very honest and open on social media. And I think that's important. Like I'm even starting a podcast um, called Mistakes Were Made. And it's really just people talking about how they've screwed up in their <laughs> in their lives because social media is so full of people going, I'm successful. I'm wonderful. I'm perfect. Nothing is wrong ever, ever, ever. And um, so I'm just making this podcast just completely about screw ups, hoping that people will <laughs> listen and sort of feel better about themselves. I don't know. <laughs> no, I, I, I really like people who are, you know, who have social media accounts and are honest about like what you see, what is what you get with them because yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's I, I can I get it's sometimes very polarizing to, to follow someone on social media to find out that they're talking about, like, you know, opinionated stuff or what have you. Yeah. But yeah. at the same time, I, I'm like, OK, I know this is an actual person I'm talking to because they're, you know, mm-hmm. they're, they're 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 saying what's on their mind. They're not they're not being like, well, I'm just going to use it to promote whatever. And it's going to be like this dumb corporate thing. No, you know, business account. Is, yeah. 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 No, this is the person you're talking to. And it's really like, especially when it comes to, again, you know, I, I, you know, actors of color, like telling them, oh, you know, you shouldn't be talking about these issues that, you know, affect them personally. It's just, mm-hmm. it's uh, pretty dickish. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's hard to get away from. I mean, everybody's going to have a problem with something, you know, but um, I think it's I don't know, just be nice, you know, be nice, be yourself, uh, support other people. Like I've mentioned, folks in this podcast who are all amazing human beings that I love to death. And I think that's the best you can do. <laughs> it's like it's not it's not that hard. I think we just overcomplicate everything. No, we're so obsessed, like, I mean, it's just we created a culture that's so obsessed with, like, you know, putting people down, but we're not, you know, no one wants to build anyone up anymore. It's all about putting everyone mm-hmm. down and just shitting on everything and just like, oh, oh, how, how dare anyone be excited for this thing that's coming up? Well, people worked on it and, like, yeah. I, you know, they're probably I'm excited edgy, to see lord. <laughs> like that that really pissed me off it's like oh who's excited for this thing that's coming out well the people who worked on it i don't know (laughs) you know yeah absolutely yeah um there's always those folks so stupid (laughs) but uh i mean this has been really fun to 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 talk to you and connect i feel like you know it uh you know you you do a great job i think i've listened to some of your other episodes as well of of just sort of engaging folks um on a on a human level so i'm i'm happy i came by 
No, thank you so much. And well, what, well, I mean, if you listen to the episode, which one's your favorite? <laughs> yeah, um, there was, oh gosh, who was it? There was a, a person who I actually grew up listening to. She was on the, the Casa Grandes and, and some other stuff. God, why can't I remember her name right now? Uh, Roxana? But she was, yes, yes. Oh, um, Roxana Ortega? I, yeah, yeah, I really liked her episode. Oh, that was a controversial <laughs> Episode. oh boy yeah oh boy oh boy um, <laughs> that was a controversial yes. one <laughs> but it was a good one i mean i don't know i think that it's great to have people show up and and be themselves and talk about the things that are important to them and yeah i don't know <laughs> hey it's, it's the closest thing we're ever going to get to someone who worked on with tom hanks on this show so there you go <laughs> um i'm sure yeah but i'm sure she's done uh, other amazing absolutely wonderful things too so yeah and is that it or is that or you know which 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 other ones did you like um i didn't get a chance to listen to a ton of other ones i scanned through a bunch of them because i'm like oh i know that person oh i know that person (laughs) um but uh that was probably my favorite if i had to choose one specific one but yeah (laughs) well well uh, well, i mean i'm (laughs) Again, I'm... your reaction is so good. <laughs> no, it's very controversial because there was like a lot of stuff that I had to cut out of that episode that I'm not too okay. fond of. And yeah. <laughs> why couldn't yeah. you say? Why couldn't you say Christina Pacelli? That's that's the that's the one, that's the go to one that that everyone remembers me for. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but no, I mean, you, you, you do a good job with these and I, I know having a podcast is hard and, and especially when you're talking to all kinds of people from all walks of life and all of that stuff. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's not easy. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> oh, especially yeah. when you're doing back to back records and, and, and you, sometimes you yeah. forget to upload the episode. I'm like, oh shit, I gotta upload this. <laughs> yeah for sure for sure um i'm kind of curious though uh what what made you if i can ask you a question um what what made you reach out to me i don't know i just like (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i just i just saw your twitter i'm like you know what this this lady's nice she 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 tells it like it is i I, you know that's and that's like such a rarity (laughs) when it comes to social media <laughs> i see my reputation preceded me um yeah okay okay that's fair <laughs> plus like you know it's like hey it it helps to like talk about aliens before it comes out because i know when it comes out that's yes. gonna be like you're gonna be like trying I'm gonna to be inundated yeah. yes <laughs> <laughs> like because I've had this before, like where I reached out to someone and then like a big project dropped and that then it became like really impossible to to get a hold of them. And I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, for sure. If I thought like before Grandview Fantasy is huge. Right. And if I thought that was bad, like I'm pretty sure Aliens is going to blow me up. Uh, but hopefully in a in a in a good way. Um, I the developers are so awesome. I love them to death. And uh, they really encouraged me as I was. um trying to voice this character because I personally love the aliens universe. Like I grew up wanting to be Ripley. I grew up loving um, uh, Vasquez and, and, you know, all that stuff. So uh, I'm a huge fan of the aliens universe. So for me being in uh, being the voice in your ear all throughout the game of aliens and having a big part in, in that little piece is a, is a huge deal to me. So I'm, I'm personally very happy with it. (laughs) And I'm going to try to not let anyone else, affect that 
No, it's such a great franchise, and yeah, I I remember as a kid, like being twelve years old, like it was Aliens was that movie, like um, you know, just mm -hmm. sneaking down <laughs> and everyone's asleep and you're watching it late night, like midnight yep. on on um on satellite and just being scared shitless <laughs> because <laughs> because it's a horror movie, like a horror sci-fi movie, because that was awesome. <laughs> yeah, no, I, and I miss that experience. I miss like being able to, to you know, sneak and watch stuff that uh, and no one should uh, shouldn't be watching. <laughs> yes, especially at night as a child. Yeah. yeah. Um, my my favorite thing was like I really wanted we wanted to do like a, a tough you know Latina character for the game, and I was like you know I really I really liked Vasquez in Aliens the second one. Um, but I also really love Bill Paxton as Hudson in Aliens. So I was like, can I just like combine them? I think I want to do that. <laughs> and they're just like, yeah, sure. So I was able to kind of like um, ad lib a few lines and add some of my own personality to the character because, I, you know, tough Latinas are kind of a cliche these days. So they, they were able to let me be myself. And I was really happy with that. <laughs> So I get to be a goofball, which I am. <laughs> no, I, that, that that is an interesting stereotype as well. That I'm glad that um, we're slowly being fate, you know, slowly moving yes. past that because it's like, oh boy, I remember the dark times when. <laughs> right, my whole personality is to be tough, you know, and <laughs> no, like I got to I got to burp in the in the game and like just be kind of. Uh, sarcastic and stuff as well as being tough and so like it was kind of nice because that's more close to who I actually am as a person anyway so <laughs> no I mean it's it's cool to play a character and I mean especially it's especially great to play a character that you you not only relate to but you know there's a little bit of you in that character yes yeah uh, that's my main goal for pretty much any character I play is to go yes uh, I'm going to do what's written, but can I also add some flavor to it? Because I think that would be really fun. And I think in the video game space, we we tend to uh, paint in broad strokes like that. Like, okay, we have a tough Latinx character, but I think more so than other types of voice acting, video game voice acting allows you to to ad lib, to to add something to the character, which is part, part of what I love. And I do, I, I like to think I do well, is you know, okay, let's bring this character off the game and off the page a little bit more. Um, and people will like them, hopefully. <laughs> and if they don't, then that's the internet. You can't really do anything about it, really. Yeah, you can't please everybody. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. And, uh, you know, it is what it is. But I think it's going to be fun. And there's other games, too, coming out that are going to be massive. And uh, I'm just going to, you know, run for cover when they come out. So... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's going to be the best when when a big video game comes out and then I'm going to be like, shit, I wish I I wish I wish the NDA cleared when we were recording the episode because then we would have talked you're gonna have about to do it. A part two. Yeah, you're going to have to oh, do a part no. two. Oh, no, no. You're going to have to have me back and you're going to be like, oh, God, Melissa's here again. Um, but yeah. <laughs> God. Mm hmm. Oh, oh, well, I mean, I've had. I'm, I've only had like maybe two or three return guests and that's it. <laughs> like, well, that's cool. That's cool. You got, you got a lot of people to choose from, I'm sure. So, And two of those 
two of those women's two of the two of the return guests are my friends so it's like yeah, there you nice go. <laughs> yeah why not <laughs> but, but, but i mean i mean i say this because i mean i say this like i'm not someone who'd like you know when when um uh cc jones like this character on owl house came out i'm like yeah i i, I was like i don't care what it takes i gotta reach out to her and talk about this because i love that show and you know cc's <laughs> great and i'm like yeah well just i want to fucking talk about that show and we did so yeah good good <laughs> yeah um I am sworn to secrecy for several things, and uh, yeah, but you'll know about it when they come out, so it's fine. <laughs> All right, so um, thanks so much for taking the time up to do this. This has been a lot of fun. I've enjoyed talking about... Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Me too. This is a lot of fun. So, I mean, and if you ever want to come back, well, you know where to find me. <laughs> <laughs> I might. <laughs> All right, take care. Bye-bye. All right, you too.